1: Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
2: Well, good afternoon everybody on the East Coast and good morning to everyone on the West Coast. We have a great show for you today. We have um, an incredible person who really can give you some tools that heal in terms of being a healing coach and also an intuitive and a medical intuitive. Um, My guest is Bruce Dixon, and his website is toolsthatheal.com and healingcoach.org. And he has a program he's developed called Slow Motion Forgiveness. Our minds and emotions do not know how to forgive many times, And it helps people to educate why forgiveness cannot work like affirmations. And then we talk to forgiveness being a soul action. Welcome, Bruce.
3: Good morning, uh, Patricia. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Good. So we would call you a medical intuitive or healing intuitive.
3: I think medical intuitive is the better term because uh, healer is a gift term. It's like poet. It's like it's okay if other people call you that, but it's kind of presumptuous to call yourself that because really – Who's doing the healing? It's really spirits that's doing it. And if you're smart, you work out of the person's own guidance, so it's really their guidance healing them, not me. You don't want the. Uh, the, the trick is to, to get out of the way when the karma's releasing. And if you say, I'm the healer, then the karma's going to be flowing to you. But if you say, spirit's the healer, then it flows away from you. Right.
2: <laughs> and talk about forgiveness. And you say that it's different, from that affirmations really are not going to help as much with forgiveness?
3: Yeah, well, I'd like to in, invite uh, yourself and the listeners to think of issues they might want to forgive because if we have time, we'll uh, work on uh, as many people as we can in the time that we have. Uh, the, the idea here is that uh, we have baggage and faulty beliefs about forgiveness, uh, and we tend to treat it like affirmations because we're more familiar with them but that's not really how things work in the subconscious and the unconscious. And uh, the other baggage that we have is that we don't honor and cooperate with how our subconscious and unconscious does work and how it stores issues. So our habit body stores issues very similarly to a computer. So if you have a computer and you have a lot of documents, you tend to have them organized into folders, that is, by category, and that is exactly what the subconscious does also. It's, hmm. it's like a three-year-old, and so it needs a very simple way to organize things. And and so what we have in computers is very, very similar to what we have, what what, what we see clairvoyantly inside of people.
2: Hmm.
3: So that's my affirmation. So that's why I guess affirmations the question do is, so how do you
2: help people who are really holding a lot of anger, you know, from, I mean, from
3: some very deep wounds? Yeah. Well, another aspect to this faulty baggage we have about forgiveness is that almost always we need to forgive ourselves first. And it's rare in my experience that we need to do anything at all for the other person. Maybe 20% of my clients need to do something with the other person. Uh, 80% of them need to forgive themselves, and they have layers and layers and layers of self-judgments and issues like anger, and you kind of go down through the layers, doing the top one first and working down. And that's how spirit has set set up healing to be done, so it is easy to do it that way. Mm -hmm. Right. So
2: give us an example of how you would take someone through that.
3: Well, I'm wondering if you have an issue you'd like to work on yourself, otherwise I'd be happy to do it more in the abstract.
2: I think more in the abstract, maybe okay. someone who uh, hasn't forgiven someone in their life, for example.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, say you are angry at somebody and uh, we go into the light and we look at the issue from the person's own guidance. That's the easiest way to do it because your own guidance already knows what your issues are. There's no guesswork if you start from the client's uh, guidance. And that's pretty easy to do, even with kinesiology testing. You can test and get into it. Uh, and usually, let's see, I'm, it's so simple. <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to articulate so that it makes sense. Uh, I think the way you've got it set up here is you can go straight to the forgiveness formula, mm-hmm. which is the, the language part that points the habit body to which category of disturbance you want to forgive. So like, I forgive myself... For being so angry at so and so. And that tells the habit body which folder of disturbances you're addressing, which category of issue you're, dist- you're addressing. And then it goes and looks at that folder because it's got thousands of these issues. We all have hundreds of issues, thousands of issues. <laughs> and they're at all these different levels. So it has to go down to the library <laughs> and find that folder. <laughs> right. So it finds that folder. And then you have to do, you have to you know, you get the client down there. So I forgive myself for allowing myself to feel so angry at so-and-so, and then to open up that folder and start clearing it out, we have to count because mm-hmm. the, the, our habit body is like a three-year-old. It has a, needs a very simple way of organizing things. So if it has a lot of something, it just numbers them. So, Okay, the whole, so, uh,
2: Bruce, here's my question. Someone is listening to this and says... I'm so angry that I, I don't even, I, I don't know if I can do it, or I, I'd like to forgive that person because it's eating me up. Yeah. But every time I think of them, I get so angry. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of some tough situations, you know, or, or somebody might have been hurt or, God forbid, killed, or, you know, you're blaming an illness for happening. I mean, you really, yep. it's really hard for you to get past it. But you know that if you don't get past it, that the anger is just going to get worse inside of you.
3: Well, uh, I'm I'm with you. Sometimes we do have to back up and go to a more global approach. If somebody is is really ceasing with anger or is distraught with some emotion, you can back up a bit and get out of You you have to get out of the issue. You have to get out of the issue and go back to the emotion. And now we're looking at trapped emotions, which is this very useful idea from the emotion code.
2: Yeah, and that's when people, right, get ill and sick and. Uh, The cancer gets worse or whatever it is.
3: Yes. So if anger was the issue, you can do something this simple. I forgive myself Hmm. for allowing myself to feel so much anger for so-and-so first time, second time, third time. It really is that simple. But you have to, to, the language has to be at least in the ballpark, and then you count. I forgive myself for allowing myself to be so angry first time second time, third time. You count off the incident. So
2: you have to almost keep repeating it until it
3: starts to sink in. Mm, no, not really. The repetition, there is something about repetition there, but it's not like an affirmation. It really is once you've got the folder, you don't need any more identification. You're there. Mm-hmm. You're there. The folder's open. But then how do you delete all those uh, documents in that folder? You count yeah. them off.
2: Sounds they,
3: easy, doesn't it? But it's not so easy. Yes, it is. Now, you it think really so? Easy. I'll tell you why it's so easy. Because what you're talking about now is the whole idea, well, is forgiveness easy or hard? And a lot of people have this belief that forgiveness must be hard because they don't know how to do it. But this is not true. This is like saying breathing is hard because you don't know how to do it. You don't know how to breathe either, but you breathe all the time. So you, uh, forgiveness is easy, but you do have to cooperate with how uh, how, your, how your operating system is set up, how your habit body is set up. Yep. All and right. It so really does work you, to, you
2: keep repeating it kind of is what you're saying.
3: Yeah. Well, it, the, I have this, this uh, almost everybody I work with has to kind of go through a, a, a simple learning curve of understanding how to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, I'm very familiar with this, and I, there's, uh, I guess one of the reasons we don't have more forgiveness on the planet is we need to do a lot more hand-holding with each other to learn these very simple things about how our habit body works. Uh, but it really is as simple as finding the, the, the issue, yep. you know, putting whatever language on, to, putting some language on as best you can, and the forgiving the incidences. And if there's more, you look for more precise language.
4: Mm.
3: and you can keep clarifying the language until all the layers have been cleared. And that can, of course, be tested with kinesiology testing or clairvoyance.
2: And so the, the kinesiology test, explain to people what that is for people who don't understand.
3: Well, uh, K-testing is a language that the conscious self has with the inner child, with the habit body. The inner child and the habit body are the same thing. It's also, it's also the same as the immune system. So your your immune system is already making a thousand decisions an hour uh, in your gut about is this nutrient for me or is this nutrient toxic? So it's always discriminating whether this or that nutrient is true for me or not true for me. And so it knows how to make decisions like that. and kinesiology testing, uh, and I prefer the more uh, most inward form you can get the most outer form of arm pull-down is by far the hardest to do because there's so many extraneous factors. But all of that is based on this idea of true and not true.
4: Mm.
3: So that's how, that's how you can do it. All right.
2: Uh, tell people how they can find you. We have two more segments, but um, if people are interested in, in really learning how to work with forgiveness in a way that is gentle from what you have to say, Gentle and, and, in a way, easy from what you're describing.
3: How would they find you, Bruce? They can find me at healingcoach.org. Uh, they can also, if they get stuck especially, give me a call at
2: 310-280-1176. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are talking to Bruce Dixon, and he is a medical intuitive. And his website is healingcoach.org. You're listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: your voice counts call toll-free 1-866-472-5787 1-866-472-5787 voiceamerica.com are you ready to get freed up The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
2: Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And I really encourage you to go to VoiceAmerica.com. There are seven different channels in terms of health and wellness and green living and the variety channel and People are really there uh, doing programs to help make the world a better place. It's a wonderful network. I've been with uh, Voice America now almost eight years. So I really suggest that you listen to this show, but listen to other shows as well. My guest today is Bruce Dixon, who is a medical intuitive. He's a self-healing facilitator, and uh, he is on the West Coast, and he specializes in something called slow-motion forgiveness. So let's keep talking about that healing from forgiveness.
3: Yeah, well, at the break we were talking about the, the way you titled the show uh, Forgive From Your Soul, which I think was an inspiration right. <laughs> when it came for me to, uh, to put a title on this talk. Uh, and I'd like to go there if we can. Um, one thing that helps people understand forgiveness is to get out of the misconception that their mind and emotions can forgive. Um, this just isn't isn 't observable in my experience, but what is observable is that when we activate our mind when we have a have a, a feeling also you know we feel things feel what we feel the the soul is also present, and it 's this more subtle quality that is mm, the five hundred pound gorilla that can move things and the the mind and emotions mm, don 't often um, um, pay attention to the soul so to speak but when the soul comes forward they do know what that is and they, they do line up with it and the easy language for this is intention because the soul is also intention also awareness so we have the the great gift of being able to forgive ourselves for anything we want just by using our intention and we manifest that intention through our voice and through language. And that's why it can work to say, I forgive myself for allowing myself to feel so depressed first time, second time, third time, fourth time, fifth time. The counting meaning each time I allowed myself to feel so depressed or so angry or so whatever it is that you're trying to um, you know, delete. Mm. Mm. Th- does that help? Does that help explain? Yeah. That? Well,
2: because you're asking yourself some deep questions. You're
3: asking yourself the whys. The whys?
2: Right, don't you think you are?
3: Uh,
2: how so? Well, I mean, you're, you're asking yourself. Don't you think, in some way, you want to know why you can't forgive?
3: Uh, I wouldn't bother with that. See that, okay. that for me, that's a side trip. That's going sideways. That's going up to the mental realm and then going sideways expanding the mental aspect. And
2: I, would just I see. And it just gets you, so you're saying it just gets you caught in that loop. Yeah, that's just
3: spinning your wheels in the mental level. And I often, I often with clients, have to kind of short circuit their desire to, to, to feel that. about their feelings and think about their thinking and just get to the forgiving. Mm-hmm. I forgive myself. And, and you, you, you might be surprised how difficult it is for people to say that little phrase, I forgive myself. Yeah. And, then and to, to believe it,
2: it, Bruce. Say again? And to believe it.
3: They don't have to believe it. That's more mental, emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. They, by, by being here on the earth, by being down here in the densest of all realms of God's body, you saying I am is a statement of soul, is an action of soul. Okay. Forgiveness is an act of soul. Mm-hmm. Intention is an act of soul. And it's one of the great wins of the negative power here that we take this for granted and think, oh, that's nothing. I'm not doing anything when I say I love you. I'm not doing anything when I say I forgive myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing anything when I say let's have peace in the world. You are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're bringing in the vibration of soul. That's a very important point. You're bringing in the vibration of soul to this densest of all levels. Yeah, that's. And so in terms of forgiving... You can bring that vibration down into your own psyche, mm. into your own subconscious and unconscious. Mm. Amazing, and it's not words. a hard thing
2: to do. You just have to say it
3: with the simple words. Simple yes, we, words. Have to over, yep. we have to overcome our lack of confidence that we're doing anything.
2: <laughs> I know.
3: And we have now, to now in of,
2: your in your website tools to heal.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You talk about specific tools. Now, one of them obviously is what you just said. Just say, oh. "I forgive myself." Yeah. What would
3: another one be? Uh, another one is understanding about the habit body. Uh, that's clearly a key. I've mentioned it somewhat already. The, ha- the habit body is worth knowing about because it, it's about the same as the subconscious and the inner child. Uh, another one that is really key for people is the ring of success. Uh, it's now possible, I did a research project on this for about a year, and at the end of the year I, I had found seven questions that pretty much encompass all the aspects of success and abundance here in the 3D level. And, of course, you can measure these things with kinesiology testing, and then one of them is going to be lower number than the others, and that's your weakest link. And those things are pretty easy to work on, and, of course, guess what tool we use mostly to raise that lowest number? Slow motion forgiveness.
2: Mm -hmm. Now, we talked about kinesiology before. Do you have someone hold something in their hand to test it? How do you test it?
3: Uh, Most of the testing that I do is over the phone, Patricia. Hmm. So I don't need to do that. Uh, If I'm with people and I have a bag of vitamins, it's very fast for them to put it in their hand and we test.
2: How do you do that over the phone, Bruce? How do you feel that? That's the medical intuitive part, huh?
3: Well, yeah, well... um, Ruth Drown, who was one of the first radionics persons, mm. said everything is already present. We just have to decide what we're tuning into. How is everything already present? Everything is already present through the etheric web, which is the the more precise word for uh, what people are talking about when they say the word quantum. There really is no quantum, but there is the etheric web, and that's basically what that's about. So your inner child, your basic self, your habit body is also an etheric being. That's how you're held together and don't just, you know, fall apart when you get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. So our etheric body holds us together and it's connected with the other bodies holding other people together, holding the earth together, and holding the galaxy together. So there isn't too much you don't have access to, though it does take practice. And that's why a lot of people practice with food and vitamins, which are really appropriate things to practice on. I started practicing by deciding which of two movies to go see.
2: Mm.
3: And that was that built my confidence a lot. So you would decide which one? No, 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 no. No, you have to stop deciding. You have to wait. You have to hold back the being the decider, the chooser, you know, on the so, how did you,
2: so how did you go to the two? Which movie? How did you pick that? Or how yeah. did you?
3: How did well, that come about? I, I was in Minneapolis at the time, and there were lots of movies. This was before video, also, but there, was, mm-hmm. there was still the they were playing lots of movies. You know, the, you had to go out and see them, and you know there'd be like two or three movies a night, and I'd say, you know, which one would I like to see? And so I would ask my habit body to go forward to each of those and to rate. Uh, singly, one at a time, and rate them on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. and then I would go to see the the movie that rated the highest for me. After doing this twenty or thirty times, and getting very good results, I said, "Well, what would happen if I went to the one that rated mm-hmm. lowest?" And so I I would test and get the numbers, and I went to see the one that rated more, you know, lower. So and what happened? It wasn't as much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't as beneficial for me. Now, mm-hmm. uh, this is not when you're rating. On a scale of ten, this is beneficial for me at this time. Mm. So this is only true within the domain of one person. That's that's. And where, and Bruce, is it is
2: it your, your physical movement forward?
3: Is the testing physical yes. movement forward? Uh, it can be if you're using the sway test, but at that point in Minneapolis, I was using uh, dowsing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my keychain, my keys on my keychain. And then I graduated to finger testing, and now I can do it even more inwardly.
2: And now you trust that you trust that in most of your in most of your work, when you have to make a decision, you use this method.
3: I do. The trust comes from years of practice, and you hear this from everybody who does this. So I'm I'm asking when I'm testing. I'm asking for a second opinion. From either my high self or from my lower self, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and over years of doing this, and the more you do it, the m- you know more opportunities you get to learn how it works and how I communicate with myself, mm-hmm. and this is what other people find as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, physiology testing is the, likely to be the big breakthrough of the 21st century because it's mm-hmm. the door to pretty much everything that people want in the Aquarian age door to healing or to you know, science and so on it's getting a second opinion from outside of the limited ego mm,
2: amazing
3: alright again how can people find you? we're going to take a break yeah, well I'm easy to find you can find me at healingcoach.org and toolsthatheal.com and if you get stuck on using any of the tools please give me a call I would love it alright, terrific
2: Okay, folks, you're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. You can write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com, and I'm happy to send you a copy of my monthly newsletter. I would love to do that. And again, we are on Mondays, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back.
1: time here on VoiceAmerica.com.
3: together in conversations that make a difference right here on the voice america business channel every friday morning at 10 a.m pacific standard time
5: are you ready to go green you've asked and we've heard you voice america presents the green Talk network
1: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
2: Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. And my guest is Bruce Dixon, who's a medical intuitive and self-healing facilitator. And you can log on to his several websites, HealingCoach.org, whole. Tools that heal.com and uh, certainly he can give you some answers and help you, particularly um, if you're really trying to learn how to forgive in your life. Welcome back, Bruce. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about two things you mentioned that are, are interesting, and I don't know what they mean. I know you'll explain them. The meridian metaphor.
3: Well, yes. Uh, a lot of the things that I have developed are under the topic of Awaken the Inner Healer. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my books is Awakening the, Self-Healing 101, Awakening the Inner Healer. Mm-hmm. And it's going to get a new cover and probably make it shorter and so on and so forth. But people like that. The people who have read it really like it. Uh, and one of the, But then there's another book that was written just about the same time as mine called The Emotion Code by Bradley Nelson. Some of your listeners are going to have heard of this. And, and he and I are very work very similarly. And I, I a whole more story about that, of course. And one of his more useful ideas is the idea of trapped emotions. So in the idea of awakening the inner healer is a very simple question of, gee, I've got a physical symptom, I've got a physical pain, I wonder if... Trapped emotions are a causative factor in that. Hmm. And For any of your listeners who can do muscle testing, kinesiology testing of some kind, that's a very easy question to test. And if you get a yes on that, then you can take it further. This isn't quite what he does. And you can ask, how many? How many trapped emotions are a part of this physical symptom, this pain? If there's more than one then, you know, there's, you know, some more technique involved. Now, do you ask for
2: that in general, trapped emotions in a certain area of the body?
3: Uh, let's see. Well, do you have any pains yourself at the moment? I don't have any pains at the moment.
2: Um, not at the moment. Last okay. week I had a pain in my neck when I turned my neck to the left. It's, yeah. like it's worked itself uh, out, but it was there.
3: That tends to be uh, magnesium. Uh, people need a lot more magnesium, especially people in our field you might check yourself on magnesium.
2: Magnesium.
3: Magnesium, yeah, for the neck bones. When they don't have enough magnesium, they get fuzzy and then Mm. they push on the nerves and that's where you get those twinges. Mm. Uh, I was with a guy yesterday and he had an ankle pain. This is not magnesium. This is back to emotion code. Uh, And uh, uh, he was somewhat open. And so we checked to see if Trapped emotions were a part of his ankle pain, and sure enough, they were. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And, of course, the left, the left side of our body has to do with getting our own emotional and physical needs met. And as mm-hmm. soon as I mentioned that, he went, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's an issue for me. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I can relate to that because it was on the left side.
3: Okay, okay uh so uh if you have a physical pain i want to encourage anyone who's listening who can test to ask are trapped emotions a part of this uh, this uh issue i'm dealing with part of this pain mm-hmm. so uh so bradley nelson's got this idea worked out very well in his book but he doesn't have worked out where emotions get trapped and why they get trapped where they get trapped and uh, though that is also now known There are two books that are very good about why emotions get trapped where they do and where they're going to get trapped if you have them. One of them is Your Body Speaks Your Mind by Deb Shapiro. It's published by Sounds True. Mm -hmm. And this basically has diseases, and then it backtracks to which emotions cause which diseases. Very Mm -hmm. useful book. The other one is my book, uh, Meridian Metaphors, Psychology of the Meridians and Major Organs. This mm-hmm. is a manual for energy healers of all kinds and acupuncturists, chiropractors, anybody who tests. Mm-hmm. And this builds out the the idea from traditional Chinese medicine that the organs and emotions are related and then it expands on the the wonderful work that was done in the early 90s on this by William Wizenant, and kind of takes it out, puts it in a a manual and expands on it so that now people can say, gee, I've got this pain. I wonder what meridian's involved and what organ's involved. Or I've got this organ dysfunction. I wonder what negative emotions are compromising this organ and this meridian. So now we can work back and forth between emotions and uh, uh, our symptoms. And that's a real breakthrough.
2: You know, it, it's interesting because um, what I like about everything you've said so far just on a personal level is there's no blame or shame attached to it.
3: Yeah. You, know,
2: you you're not going back and overanalyzing, you knowing you have to do something and you're taking action but it's not with that whole self-blame.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, there's we we're all little 3-year-olds trying to get better and we're all little 3-year-olds trying to do the best we can with what we know in the situation mm-hmm. we're in. Mm-hmm. So uh, punishments and rewards don't do very much, and hand-holding actually is extremely effective. Yeah. But you have to have the loving and the compassion uh, and the patience to do the hand-holding.
2: Uh, yeah, so. and I also think finding the right people to understand and work with you, too. Don't you yeah. think? Yeah, because, absolutely. Because as you know, you know in, our, in our culture with no pain, no gain... There are many people who would you know, rather go through that whole process of beating themselves up and aren't I an awful person and going through that
3: um, because they think that's what you're supposed to do. Well, actually, those are just habits in our habit body that aren't very functional. Hmm. And uh, I, I'm very excited about nonviolent communication. Yes. Because that is helping people rewire their habit body and their language so they get out of reward, they get out of punishment, they get mm-hmm. out of judgment, and mm-hmm. they get to, they get, they stop listening to the yak yak mind, yeah. and they get to feelings, and they get to... Well,
2: feelings. and I want to say this personally to you, Bruce, too. Mm-hmm. I think for me, because I've been there with all that, mm-hmm. you know, why did I do this and I shouldn't have, and it just, it just puts you in a whirlwind, and then, for me, uh, um, it keeps me in this kind of spin, and I can't right. do anything, yeah. because I'm, I'm not moving
3: forward. Well, another, yeah, it's true. I I like what you're saying. Uh, And and what I do is kind of radical in response to that because I take people out of that as fast as I can. And one of the ways we get out of that, and your listeners can use this tool that heals as well, is you're getting better is not going to be a function of analyzing yourself. You're getting better is going to be a a function of what is your willingness to heal.
2: Mm. That's so, a
3: very strong statement so you this made. Is getting out of blame, getting, getting out of blame, of blame,
2: and your willingness to heal. Yeah,
3: and and your willingness to heal uh, is, is your prerequisite for any and all healing.
2: Hmm. You know, I, I want to share something personally because okay. I think this is interesting. Um, I messages that I've been getting lately when I've been doing prayer have been. You know, really get into joy, find things that bring you joy, sustain joy, not addictive joy, but, you know, mm-hmm. sustain joy. And as an entrepreneur, you know, I, my schedule is often different. Well, it was interesting because one day I just spent the day kind of, you know, I, um, I did a lot of phone calls from my bedroom and I took a bath in the morning. And it was interesting because by the end of the morning, I noticed how productive I'd been. Mm-hmm. and it was almost as though there was a guilt involved, like why, why are you in your pajamas, you know, and why are you taking <laughs> a bath in the morning instead of at night? You know, all this why, 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 and then I realized that during that time the phone was ringing and I was conducting business, and it was very easy, and, it, and I also felt fortified because I was also yeah. resting my body. I don't know if that resonates with what you're saying, of but it course, seems Of course, of
3: course, you were meeting your own needs. And then you had more to give to your work. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. My (laughs) ideas were very strong. They were just bellowing out.
2: And I thought, boy, you know. And I wasn't planning this. So it's, um, it's, I, I think, um, it's very important. And I think we often don't do that enough.
3: Well, I would say. We burn
2: ourselves out.
3: I would say you were cooperating with your habit body, cooperating with your comfort zones. And it was, that was giving you energy to accomplish more. Than you would have if you were judging yourself. Yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we have
2: about three minutes left. So, um, what would you like to tell us in terms of your message, Bruce?
3: Mm-hmm. Say again.
2: Your message.
3: Uh, someone was talking to me here.
2: I'm uh, saying, well, you know, in closing, we have a few minutes left. Mm-hmm. What would you like to leave our listeners with and what is your message?
3: My message is that, is that your willingness to heal is your greatest treasure for healing and that I have a coach for my healing. All the best people that I know have coaches and mentors. I could never have gotten where I am without one. Um, we need each other to heal. This is not a multi-level scheme. This is we need each other to heal. It's designed that way. Uh, there's lots of coaching available, lots of mentors available. And if you get stuck on what you're doing, please look at toolsatheal.com, Find more tools that work for you. And if you get stuck learning how to use any of them, give me a call.
2: All right. And people can find you again at toolsatheal.com
3: mm-hmm.
2: and HealingCoach.org. That's right. And 310 1176 Okay. Thank you so much for being well, here. I podcast.
3: so appreciate your time. Thank
2: you. All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, you've been listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. Write to me, Patricia at patriciaraskin.com, and I'll send you a copy of my newsletter. All right. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now.
4: Thank mm-hmm. you.